How's it going, friends and family of the internet? Welcome to the first episode of the Real AF TV podcast, the show where we talk about fishing and random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. I'm Josh LeBas. On the other end, I got Tim Wagner. What up, Tim? I hey. we've already put in like an hour worth of chatting before this, but uh, we totally whatever, I'm still going to ask you, how is it going? It's going good. Like, I don't even know if we got to that point before. We just started chatting about stuff and never really got to the niceties of, like, how are things going. So, uh, it's... That's true. It's, yeah, it's it's going well. Uh, nice sunshine outside. Currently smoking some ribs. Trying to... Oh, yeah. You know, on this quarantine, stuck at home and... Uh, might as well make the best of having to be here all day, so. <laughs> right, seriously, and well, I mean, I guess that's what's finally motivated us to fucking get our asses in gear and do this. Yeah, I mean, there's no better time, so let's dance. <laughs> what's on them ribs, though? Before we go, because I never even asked that. I I gotta ask. Mm, uh, I use uh Weber rub. I'm like they mm, mm-hmm. they always have a like you go like here's the ingredients for the rub. I'm not buying 40 different fucking things. I probably have most of it already, but I'm just going to grab whoever knows what they're doing. I trust their products. Mm-hmm. I use their grills. Uh, you know, but oh yeah. I say grills I totally agree. Boil, like I have multiple. I have one. But <laughs> <laughs> I I like their it's a it's a KC barbecue rib rub that I mm. put on last night and it's been sitting in that since like twelve thirty this afternoon and then I threw it in the smoker and it's uh it's been on there ever since and uh been smoking for it's like two hours. hours now. Yeah, a couple a couple hours yeah. smoking in that hickory smoke. So that's all you do, just dry rub. Yeah, dry rub for now. The three, two, one method is how I use it. In case you kids out there are learning how to smoke something, you know, where you smoke the ribs for three hours, then you take them out and wrap them in tin foil, cook them for another two, then you take them out the tin foil and put your barbecue sauce on it and cook them for another hour. So currently, we had the dry rub on. Now we're cooking it for them three hours in the smoke, and then. Next step with the tinfoil. After that, we put on some uh, barbecue sauce, and then they're ready to roll. Mm-hmm. Is that creepy enough? Uh, That's what I was going for. Like, a creepy vibe. If we weren't talking about ribs, but like yeah. I get it. I'm talking about ribs. <laughs> That's just the noise. You can't yeah. not... Make that noise. Yeah. And it's only creepy when a man does it. (laughs) (laughs) If you tell a woman you're making ribs and she makes that noise, everybody's just like, tell her, tell her you're making ribs again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. So that was, that was cooking ribs 101. Now now you guys know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's, that's really it. I, don't really have anything else on the on the rib because I don't have a smoker yet. Hopefully, I'll get that 
cardboard box hot plate smoker going to summer. Yeah, we were talking about that a little bit. Yeah. Get that rolling. Those things are sweet, man. Any any way you could smoke something is is a good way. Yeah, seriously. After that time that we cooked and we had the, the fish and the ribs, it's just like, I swear, Sarah's been addicted. We walk by this guy who has a smoker every day, and for sure Friday and Saturday now, since we've all been locked up, he's been out there smoking every day. And then we walk by, and it's just, oh, God, mm. it's good. Yes, it smells yeah. so good. Like, I love just smelling fires, but when you're smoking meat, right. oh, it's so good. Yeah, and seriously, I never thought about it that way. Where it's just fires, just smell good. Just burning wood smells good. But oh, then for when sure. Meat hanging over it. Oh my god. Yeah, you're just getting that meat. That you're just getting that fire stink in the meat. Now you're eating that fire stink. Oh. Whew! It's get that fire stink in my mouth. Fire stink meat. <laughs> future future uh youtube future <laughs> yeah fire stink meat i like that future future youtube video right there where uh oh yeah i really want to do it real old school and get like a a branch supported by two other branches and then you just hang the meat off the branch over the fire and it just gets smoked oh. like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes. Oh, dude, that's a fucking really good idea, actually. I, I love that idea. Write that one down. Put that one in Slack. Put it, yes. Put it on Anyways, the books. Speaking of YouTube, uh, our, let's let's just kind of talk about the goals of the podcast. I think we're going to try to put this on YouTube, right? I mean, that's what I'm thinking. We yeah. put a, just a still photo up with the audio behind it. Sure. I mean, we could do it like that, or we could, you know, that's what we'll have to do now, because I don't have a camera set up, but Mm -hmm. fuck it. Yeah, we can put it on YouTube, and we can get cameras set up, too, later, in case people want to watch it. Yeah, do the video podcast thing. Yeah, we can make that happen. Yeah. So that's actually a great way to introduce myself, is... Josh Sabah, that's me, sort of the producer guy. I'm kind of a geek, nerdy type of person. <laughs> and and uh, how did I get roped into doing a podcast about fishing? Well, I said if we do fishing for the first part and random topics for the second part, I, I, can, I can handle that uh, because I'm not really a fisherman like Tim. So I handle the production side of stuff, uh, as much as I can. But this, the first, the first part of the real AF TV podcast is about fishing. Then we'll go into a random topic. Um, today we're going to do our fishing history for the first part. And then our random take for part two is going to be fishing video game history because I'm a video game nerd. Uh, definitely. So you want to jump into our fishing history, Tim? What are you thinking? Yeah, that works for me. And I also like to point out that I am not just a fisherman. I am also a video game nerd. I am not a as text or text. What the fuck? I don't text know. Works. I just said text. I was going to say <laughs> I am not as tech savvy. I'm 
a pretty decent at texting people. I think most people are these days. Even old people got a <laughs> slight grasp on it. But uh, I'm not as tech savvy, but I am a very avid fisherman, but also uh, very nerdy into the whole video game scene too. Um, as we currently speak, I am playing Pokemon Go on my phone. Um, literally, it's open right now. You're literally watching it for Pokemon to pop up. Literally open. Um, there's a special day right now with special things popping up. So if I yell because I get too into this stuff, it's because some cool Pokemon <laughs> popped up. <laughs> I freaked out before Hell we started. Yeah. I freaked out before we started recording because I caught a shiny. So I and, pretty and pretty happen. much how it goes is uh I'm pretty into catching anything. It doesn't need to be in the water. If I catch something cool on my phone, I'm still like, oh look at that. Woo! I go all Ike and Ellie. Ah never give up <laughs> <laughs> Is that Sam Kennison you mean? No, Mike Iconelli. See, Josh isn't much of a fisherman. Yep, there we go. That was just going to say. It's okay. It's not everybody's going to know who Mike Iaconelli is either. He's a a pretty famous bass fisherman. And Mm, he's got one of the most iconic moments of the sport where he catches a bass like last, I don't know, it's like last little bit of this tournament. And he knows that he only needed so much to be able to move into first. And he, I mean, he didn't know for sure he was going to win, but that last fish he catches, he just goes off. It was pretty much like he knew it, right? Yeah. I well, think he's, I've seen that video he's, before. Yeah, he's very animated the way it is. Like he's mm-hmm. just a, he gets amped when he puts a big fish in the boat. But that mm-hmm. one was like a $100,000 fish to win the Bassmaster Classic and, I think it was his first one that he ever won. So, oh, even bigger then. Yeah, and I, I read his book. I, I listened to his book on audio tape. I don't, not much of a reader. <laughs> I read fishing books, but, but I listened to his book, and and his life was not going super spectacular at the time. So, mm. that that was a whole lot of whole lot of emotion emotion coming out at once right yeah wow that's crazy i'm pretty sure i've seen that video before but i didn't know any of that stuff like the behind the scenes stuff of course it's just a great viral video because the more you talk about it the more i'm like yeah you and sam i think both have probably showed me that video oh sam probably before me like i like mike but sam was super into that video (laughs) uh so that's actually a a good spot to say where are we now because i want to start with the now on Mm. the fishing and then work our way back because i the reason why i want to say now is because i didn't realize fishing could cause an adrenaline rush you know that i used to be a big time snowboarder. oh yeah yeah and yeah and as i started to fade out of the fact that street snowboarding is really hard for for a person to do but also to film which i was primarily doing was filming street snowboarding 
mm-hmm. and it still gives you the adrenaline rush to you know be there for try after try after try after try and then someone gets it and it's your buddy you know and it, it causes an adrenaline rush and so i just as i started to fade out of that i knew that i was going to need more outdoor hobbies because being the indoor kind of kid that i am it was just like i that that's not right that's not healthy <laughs> and and sure. because of because of you primarily being such a avid fisherman and always talking about it and i'm like man i can't totally relate to that you know i did start to pick up a rod and reel you remember where did we go like fleet farm or something like that mm. I, re- I remember me and you went and picked out my first fishing rod as an adult yeah i think it was fleet farm yeah i think it was and even it's just one of those pre put together because i needed everything so we just like i oh, don't buy the rod and reel thing combo like yeah whatever cause, here's because yeah i think yeah i think i did my best at like i'm I'm a pretty avid believer in, uh, I mean, you can go out there and catch fish on anything. That's one of my big goals to everything is I want people to understand that fishing is fun and just go out there and do it. You don't need to have the nicest, newest stuff to catch fish, to catch them consistently and to like go out there and tournament fish. I mean, that's a different story. You're not going to be able to win a tournament with garbage, but, uh, (laughs) That's like, just fact. Yeah. But, um, you know, that being said, like, I'm a true believer that you get what you pay for. So I do splurge on fishing gear with rods and reels and stuff. But I think my job was to try to find you the best combo we could for the price. Because... Right. You were just like, let's go get a rod and reel. And I want to spend, I think it was like $40. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do remember that. And because I think it was actually, and I, I'm not going to put a date on it, but I believe I actually was in school again. And that it was just like snowboarding, super expensive and fishing's not cheap, but it can be if you you know it can be affordable it can be more affordable because every time you go snowboarding you know it could cost you 50 bucks just to get on the hill right and it's a lot more money before that because you got to get the gear right exactly yep and so i figured fishing and fishing was going to be something i could pick up without having to drop hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars before i started it again because of course and i'm not going to get too far into the beginning part of it because i don't think we're quite there but like as a kid you fish that's just what you do in minnesota so Mm -hmm. to come back to it as an adult was uh, i don't know it was different that's for sure uh and i figured a lot of shore fishing was going to happen which kind of did uh river fishing for the first time happen as an adult um but it wasn't it wasn't like a, a a big deal like i didn't really care the body of water i would just like text you and then you would tell me what to fish with it was pretty cool if you remember we pulled a pretty big smallmouth out of mm-hmm. the crow river uh just because you said oh you're going in that river i know and you kind of gave me a guideline and sure enough we pulled out a big old smallmouth it was that was a rush and that's yes when I, that might have been the first time the river i realized is... like holy shit you can get an adrenaline rush from fishing <laughs> yeah dude a smallmouth in a river, like those river system fish understand current and how to use it to their benefit. And 
smallmouth have got to be like the best fighters pound for pound that i've fought in my opinion you know i'm sure there's yeah. people out there yeah that i remember you like, saying that eh, when i sent you that photo you were just like, like no that must have been pretty intense i was like i wasn't then, even the one who was catching it but i still got a huge adrenaline rush from it yeah it's yeah crazy. for sure when you see even other people on your boat like when you get the thing in like whatever it happens to be like when you see it my wife has put some pretty big walleye in the boat bobber fishing mm-hmm. and just like bobber when you fishing? see mm-hmm, like slip bobber with a leech the biggest oh, sure. the biggest walleye uh she has caught the two biggest walleye out of both of us because oh damn yeah we got to a certain spot and she didn't feel like doing anything else and i'm just like you know put on this leech here and see what happens and twice she's caught like a high 20 inch i can't remember the exact i think Mm -hmm. one of them was like 26 and one was like 28 or something i haven't admittedly i haven't been into walleye fishing for that long of my life i haven't had a lot of electronics and stuff um but i've been getting into them a lot more recently so i've yeah and i've been well that's actually a good place to start i think with you because for me basically i'm already summed up with where i am now i just have a rod and a reel and as i can i improve my Mm -hmm. gear and i just go out with anybody at who wants to go fishing hit me up i'll go fishing with you for sure i got a license and i got gear but like i don't pursue it like you do yeah yeah no i pursue like i fish for everything and i think the main reason i hadn't been super into walleye is because i'm not a very patient fisherman um, and I recently learned that you don't have to be super patient to catch walleye. So walleye? that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of the turning point for me. Like I can still fish it relatively fast. Like I can still go out there and work a jig pretty quick. I don't have to slowly drag a Lindy rig on the bottom and, you know, just drive the, mm-hmm. turn on the trolling motor and go at like a half a mile an hour driving a thing across the bottom like you don't have to fish like that that's how i thought you caught walleye for the longest time i mm-hmm. thought like this well, is all is... i mean that's a super effective way that's how a lot of people do it it's but when i when i learned that i could just go out there and use like i mean i think i tried a couple of times when i was younger and i just wasn't where the fish were and i gave up mm-hmm like i didn't catch any walleyes i was trying for walleyes i didn't catch them i'm giving up like (laughs) and it was just like (laughs) later in life i'm just like oh i just wasn't where the fish were so yeah that that kind of where you are now is like you've realized that with walleyes right yeah so now i'm fishing walleyes a little bit more because before that um i've been huge into bass my whole life and i've been uh fishing muskies as well because both of those are like, just keep casting, you know, just keep moving. Yeah, yeah. When, hit this when spot, we met just... like, what, 20 years ago? Must have been, tw- yeah, it has to have been 20 years ago already, right? Jesus. It's crazy to think about. 
but yeah, yeah it would have been I like remember ninety nine or something. Yeah, ninety nine, two thousand. So like twenty years ago. Jeez, it's crazy. Yeah. time flies. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, when we met, I remember uh, going up to your cabin for the first time, and that was what you did. Like you bass fished. Like that's what I thought. I was like, oh yeah, Tim's a bass fisherman. You mm-hmm. would, you would get largemouth all the time up there. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I was. I'm still uh, just an avid angler of any kind. Like, I love catching everything. If it's big for the species, I'm into it. I love fishing for crappies. I love fishing sunfish. Like, it it doesn't matter. Catfish. I, I've never targeted carp, but that would be fun. Like, I don't... I just like fighting. Yeah. I just like fighting fish. When you see that it's big for its species, it's just like, oh, that's a big one. You know, it's not exciting mm-hmm. to catch a small sunfish, but to catch a big sunfish, sweet. I'd rather catch a big sunfish than a small bass. I'd rather catch a big <laughs> bass than a than you know, like a small crappie. But you know, as long as it's big for whatever it happens to be, or something yeah. I've never caught yeah, like, before too. Even just... Oh, okay. Yeah. What, what do you want to say about that? Well, because I, I don't know. I mean, like I've caught a couple of dogfish, and that's exciting. Oh. Like they're not big, yeah. but you get them up, and they're like, mm, mm, and you're like, "What is this? Why is it barking?" <laughs> that's right. I forgot. So yeah, that's one of those fish that makes noise when it's out of the water. I've I don't think yeah. I've heard that in real life. No, it's got like a swim bladder or something. It's very weird. Like that's what they call oh, a yeah. dogfish because it kind of sounds like it's barking. That's crazy. That's yeah. super weird. But now, yeah, you so you're just kind of, you fish everything, it seems like. Everything. Avid fisherman. Um, and I just, whatever I feel like I'm going to have success for, or sometimes my stomach guides me to. Where you're I'm just, just like, I want to like, eat crappie today. Yes, I want to eat some crappie. Like, I want to have a fish fry. Like, that's, mm-hmm. uh, so let's go get that. Yep. I'm I'm big on that. I'm big on the food food side of things. I know that mm-hmm. one time we went out catfishing, and that was with Sam too. That one time we went out catfishing, man. Yes. That was oh, I love catfish. I want to Dude. do that again so bad. Yes, I want to go fish. That was that was an impressive lake. It through all throughout high school. Like I always thought that was just a garbage lake that had nothing on there, and we were just like, I don't know if. I don't know a whole lot, admittedly, about catfish, but mm-hmm. we were having a lot of fights, and I think we only landed one. Like, I don't know if we were using the wrong hooks or what. But we're not we were... having a net too, because I know that someone. Oh, that's right. Pole that day. Yeah, no, he broke the broke a net. He broke a net. That's what I think, it was. I think we had the net, and I think we had one that I think he had a big one on. And it mm-hmm. spazzed out, and it ripped apart his net and got away, and then we didn't have one to use the rest of the time. Like So we lost and that that's... fish, and then mm-hmm. we had no net. So then we're just like, well, now we get to try hand-land catfish. <laughs> Which it worked for one. <laughs> right, we got they one of big. them in. Well, I remember he Sam had a bigger one on that broke the line and everything. So it's just mm-hmm. we were we were not prepared. I think I was kind of, I don't know, Sam was like, we can catch catfish on here. And I'm I'm thinking like, yeah, if we go for catfish, we just leave stuff sit on the bottom and we might catch one in like 
three hours and it was like cast after cast we had the bobber keep going under and that was another mm-hmm. thing too i didn't even know that you bobber fished like you yeah, could i thought mm-hmm. yeah i thought you used like sinkers i thought they were on the bottom like right. i don't know cat catfish is something like you just let it fall I... all the way to the bottom and then hope they just find it right yeah, like they just forage on the bottom. Like, well, from what I thought, I thought they just like were on the bottom looking for food, and you just put something stinky and casted it out there and let it sit on the bottom, and they'd come and find it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that you could yeah. spend it off the bottom, and they'd come still eat it. Yeah, it it worked so like crazy, and it, I guess it worked we've really well. About, we've talked about Sam enough too. I guess we should just sort of <laughs> explain. We'll get Sam on here for sure at some point, but he's yeah. just a mutual friend of ours who enjoys the outdoors quite a bit. And yeah, we've had some good fishing experiences with that guy for sure. It's been, mm-hmm. and and that was first, that was actually one of the first bigger fishing uh, experiences after I had, you know, got my rod and reel and became a, a fishing adult, as I'll say. <laughs> that was good. That was a good one to get me back into it. Uh, but I, I would, let's go back to the beginning. Cause I will, I will get through my beginning of fishing really quickly. And I don't even know if me and you have in the, again, in the 20 years we've known each other, I don't know if we've ever even really talked about this, but we had the old red Lund with the 25 horse off the back. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So we had that for a hot minute when I was a kid, I must've only been like five, between five and seven. Those yeah. are really my first memories of fishing. We had that thing, and oh my god, I was so fucking scared it was gonna tip all the time. <laughs> I don't have, I don't think I have one enjoyable experience in that boat because I was so <laughs> fucking scared of it just capsizing. Dude, when you got more than one person in it, those boats can be a little bit shady. That was my first, like solo, setup too. I had a red sixteen foot lun, just the bench seats, with a like a nineteen sixty, nine point nine horse johnson motor on it tiller dude that thing turned on a dime though like i'd be going and i just put it to the side and we just do circles like and by we it was me and my sister most of the time and, okay uh, yep. yeah you're but, pretty young when you had that then i yeah i'm pretty sure i had my own boat before i had a car really yeah, I think I was. I think I had that little red lun when I was like fifteen. Damn. Yeah, well, yeah, because there's no need to have a driver's license for the boat. There, I don't know how that works exactly, but right, you don't uh, have to have a driver's license for a boat. Uh, there's something with like a, like a um. The horsepower, or whatever. I think as mm-hmm. long as it's a small enough engine. You're fine. It's considered a recreational vehicle or something like that. Yeah. That you don't have to have a right. license for Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there yeah. might be some other stipulations to that too, but I already had like the snowmobile safety permit. That's so, what it is. I, I can almost guarantee it. Like that's all one rec vehicle. Uh, yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's I like a rec that. license. So I already proved that I could drive something with an engine, I think is how it worked, but. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think so too. Yeah, someone will probably correct us. But anyways, yeah, that's crazy. Okay. I never thought about it. You had a boat before you had a car. It just proves even, how even if it was much you've been fishing in your life, or how <laughs> you love fishing. I guess. Oh, for sure. Yeah, even if it was illegal, uh, statute of limitations, bitch. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I was breaking rules if it was illegal, and you can't do nothing about it. That was twenty years ago. 
Outlaw fishing. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's... That's crazy. I never thought so, about that. I basically had the same exact fishing experience, though, with that. Like, that was my first of those bench seats and shit. And this little kid, man, I was so scared of it with yeah. that Snoopy fishing pole. I mean, that wasn't, that wasn't... My first experience was... Uh, my parents had this older, like, oh, yellow... Oh, I know that wasn't your first. I guess I didn't mean that. Just, yeah. <laughs> I want to clear. Right, no, but... but yeah, I they... know that wasn't your first. That was just, like, your first boat was, like, my first life experience of fishing. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. And I didn't do a ton of fishing when I was younger. Like, um, I think it was more so because my, my dad was the kind of guy that... And I think a lot of people were back then. Like, electronics weren't what they were today. Um, mm-hmm. it wasn't as easy for everybody to get educated on how to catch mm-hmm. fish. So it'd be like, yeah, we're going to drive in the water and we're going to, we're going to go from deeper water in shallow. And we're going to, as soon as we see the top of weeds, we're going to anchor and we're going to fish in this mm-hmm. spot, like no real good reason. And that's how we would go. And we wouldn't always catch fish. And yep. I mean, it's not like you're going to catch fish every time anyways, but that's what we would do. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember it too well, but I guess like when I was really little, we'd go out fishing and I'd give every fish that was caught an M&M and a sip of my juice box and then toss <laughs> them back. Like, I love it. I yeah. Love it. Here's your M and your juice and have a good day. Thanks for <laughs> participating. <laughs> but. Oh my God. That's awesome. No. Then I got like, I really got into fishing. When I, when I was, uh, you know, 15 or whatever, when I got that boat and I started being able to do stuff on my own and I started being able mm-hmm. to just like, I, I didn't have a trolling motor or anything. I'd get up in the front and they had just that one tiny little bench in the front and I'd paddle with my oar and I'd see bass and I'd see other fish and I started catching the bass like, you know. It'd be like a two mm-hmm. pounder, but it'd be like, oh my God, that thing is huge. You know, because when you say see, you mean like literally like you got your polarized glasses on, the lake's so clear. You oh, I didn't even have polarized glasses. I don't even think them? I use sunglasses. Yeah, I don't even think I use sunglasses Holy back shit. then. Like I, I, yeah, it's the sunglasses but made you it mean harder it, to like see you in the water. You see them with your eyes, right? Right, yes, yeah. The sunglasses made it harder to see in the water because I didn't have polarized lenses. I didn't know about polarized lenses back then. So I'd be Mm -hmm, like no sunglasses going and I'd see them. Yeah, and then I started, that's how I got into sight fishing. And now that's one of my strong points. Like I'm so good at sight fishing. Because you had to fish like that. Right, that's how I got started. Like you could see like from a distance. I mean, you can't do it on all bodies of water obviously like if the water is dingy and you can't see shit then you can't see shit but the right. the lake that i grew up on um is very clear water and i could see from a ways away the fish and i'd cast to them and i'd get them to eat it so like to this day fishing a weightless fluke or like a weightless worm whatever I actually had the banjo minnow for a while. Oh yeah, and I people remember could that say thing. what they do. People could say what they want, but I murdered the bass on those that banjo minnow. Yeah. But then they changed it. It's different now, different than what it used to be. But 
I used to do so well with that banjo minnow, and I'd hmm. I'd cast out to those fish that I could see, and I really started learning how to catch the fish. Um, I wouldn't even feel them. I I had such uh shitty quality rod and reel kind of to start that I didn't know what I was doing, mm-hmm. and I'd just kind of make the minnow move, and I was using like bright ass fluorescent uh chartreuse minnows in this clear water oh, yeah which is more proof mm-hmm. to anybody that if you're out there like somebody telling you oh you're not going to catch anything with that there's nothing that says on a clear cloudy or a clear day with no clouds no wind that you should be using a bright ass chartreuse color in gin clear water like <laughs> everything is like the fish you know probably aren't going to be into that i slayed uh-huh. them on it but what i would do is just kind of make it move like a dying minnow and i wouldn't feel the bite i'd just keep fixated on my green minnow and when it disappeared i knew that a fish Ooh, sucked it then in. you do it yeah yep. nice. and i'd set the hook it's, it's I, funny to me. Well, it's not, I guess it's, it's kind of weird because as you, well, I mean, there was a bigger period there because I, we think the last time we had a boat was probably when I was like 10, I'm, I'm going to guess okay. 10. And then it could have even been younger. It could have been like that last Lund. We've had another boat after that for like a year. And then I would say as you picked up, I was definitely like, I don't even know. Fishing's not a thing that I do. So like I have this big gap in the middle of my life where I was just not fishing. I was ice fishing and stuff like that as a kid. You know, I remember driving out on the lake and seeing the plows because the ice was so thick. They were literally plowing roads out on the lake. And I did that a couple of times when I was a kid. But then there's that big gap of like, you know, from 10 until I don't even know when. But like those teenage years, you picked up fishing and I totally just like fell off. I didn't even have a rod and reel, nothing. Right. Yeah. Did you ever I mean, get did you ever get outside of Minnesota at all? Fishing? Yeah, have you ever well, I mean, uh, yeah, I know we did the ocean fishing for your wedding and stuff like that, but like Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um I've that one that we did together in Jamaica. Um and then I went fishing in um St. Thomas, St. John's, it was like mm-hmm. in the water in between the two. Okay. Um, but those, both of those times were just trolling and somebody else, you know, basically put a fish on the line and we just reeled them in. But I have been fishing mm-hmm. in Florida one time. Oh. And I really wish that I could remember the name of that guide so I could tell everybody, hey, that guy sucks shit. Don't go to him. Because <laughs> he what asked. What kind of fishing was that? We went bass fishing. I found a charter to go bass fishing, and I don't know anything about Florida lakes. I know that they're a lot different and that they're kind of mm-hmm. murky and also that they got mm-hmm. gators down there. So I'm like, yeah, if you guys could, uh, you know, kind of show me where to go so i'm not getting eight that'd be ideal that'd be cool yeah which i 
I don't think they just come and try to attack you or whatever, but I don't, Mm-mm. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Up here, but, we don't have to deal with scary shit like that. Right. 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 But I, um, I went there and he was like, do you want to use artificial or live bait? And I'm like, artificial, please. You know, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd really like that's to what go you fish with up here. Yeah. Mostly, I'd like to just know how to work the artificial bait. So right. let's go. Yeah, I, and I knew it was, like, right at the, down there when we went. It was, like, right when the fish should have been spawning. So I'm like, this is perfect timing. Like, mm-hmm. I got I got real odds of putting a, a big old girl in the boat. Mm-hmm. And we went down there, and the guy is, like, um, you know, he gives me, he, he first tells me that, he is a tournament fisherman and i'm just like sweet like this guy knows what he's doing and he proceeds to like braggingly open up his rod box and shows me all of his um nice abu garcia veritas gear and i'm like oh dope like i even get to use quality stuff like i'm not just going to be using some garbage and i have no idea you're gonna have to pause for a second and explain Abu Garcia to this guy. Mm. I don't even know if I said it right. <laughs> you did. Yes. Abu Garcia, A-B-U uh, space Garcia. I don't need to spell Garcia. You no. get it. Nope. Uh, yep. And they are um, a quality uh, rod and reel company. And they make good are stuff. And... like BMW? Mm, yeah. Like if you're okay. if you're talking, you know. It's not domestic stuff. Like, and not saying that the domestic stuff is bad, but there's a lot of American made. Yeah, it's like a um, BMW. It's like a German car. Like, if you if you talk to anybody, you know, most people in the United States recognize what a Beamer is, and you just go, yes. Quality German luxury car. I mean, is that a yes. fair comparison for Abu? Yeah. I don't know where they're made, but yeah. It's it's quality. It's quality stuff. Yeah, most high of, end for sure. Yeah, yeah. Most of the okay. most of the rod and reel companies have lower end versions of everything, and mm, and they okay. really good, nice high end stuff. So, um, and what he had the uh, the Veritas. I have one of those rods, and it's a it's a nice rod. And the and the Revo Abu Garcia Revo reel is a very nice reel. I mean, mm-hmm. that rod mm-hmm. and reel. Setup, this is what that guy had too. Right? Mm-hmm. And that rod okay. and reel setup. I mean, you're talking probably in the realm like retail of uh, two hundred, two fifty, depending on Ooh. the reel you're Ooh. talking. Mm-hmm. So Damn. like quality stuff and yeah, for sure. Uh, then he and gives he's just me, showing this all off to you. He shows it to me, and I'm thinking, like, yes, I'm going to get to use, like, decent quality stuff. Like, I know how to use this stuff, so I'm not going to hurt any of it. And uh, Mm this would be sweet. And then he gives me Mm -hmm. some garbage-ass old uh, fiberglass rod with some junk (laughs) reel. And then he has has a a rattle trap uh, lipless crankbait tied on. So... Um, lipless crankbait just doesn't have a bill on it. It's just the body, and it has a real tight wiggle. It's it's good for using in like colder water situation. 
Mm. Uh, because and you're in Florida, so I'm guessing it's not very cold water. Dude, it was early in the year, and for some reason, that day, like mm-hmm. that morning, we didn't have any coats. He ended up bringing us some coats, but oh, it was wow. it was like 39 degrees when we got there that Holy morning. Shit. Yeah. Wow. And I'm not mad at him because he didn't put us on fish. We caught one fish, but I'm not mad at him because of that, because I know the situation. Mm-hmm. I'm mad at him because he gave me that garbage-ass stuff. He didn't have it <laughs> After showing you all this really yeah. cool shit. Well, he didn't have it tuned <laughs> quite right either, and he's like, all right, let's go here, and I try to cast it, and I backlash on my first cast, and... um. There was like another. Backlash means it's all bunched up inside the reel, right? Like you yeah, a, yeah, a like I nest in the yeah, reel yeah, the yeah, line. yeah. Mm-hmm. But because I know what I'm doing, like I got the rat's nest out myself real quick and reeled sure. it up. But there was like another fisherman that was getting kind of close, and the guy just goes like backlash and like yells like you probably knew who the guy was, but he's just like this guy, and it's like, dude, I'm paying you. Why are you being a dick that I backlashed your garbage? Like, this is garbage, too. <laughs> like, if I... And I backlashed it on the first one, and then I got a little... I made a couple shorter casts to try to get a feel for it and learn. Right. And we had... Yeah. We had no luck with that. And then he's just like, oh, our best odds are to put on... He had, like, dead shiners, and he put it on a hook and, like, casted it out the back. And then we motored through with this big motor in like two feet of water. I mean, it was super what? dingy, but I'm just like, I do not understand. Like, is this how people fish down here? This is. Right. Yeah. He's got like a 300 horse engine in like two feet of water. Just. On the lowest setting. Yeah. And we're just sitting there because like. even in the lowest setting, it's that loud and yeah. shitty and just like obnoxious. Yeah. And it's I don't know. The... Yeah. And either the. The the water was super dingy or we were just like kicking up the ground or kicking up the, the soot and stuff on the bottom. I don't even know what you call it, but it was mm-hmm. so dirty. And but... I think it was like a reservoir because of the way, like it was almost like cul-de-sacs between houses that we were fishing. It was a very weird setup too. It was like the water. Oh, crazy. Yeah. And I think it was, I mean, set up like that where, you know, they're just digging trenches so you can have lake access to all these houses, basically, you know, like oh, they're all, they're yeah, all available yeah, yeah. to pull out of the waterfront property. Right. You're just right on the water, even though it looked like it was all man-made, but there was gators and shit mm-hmm. back there, but we caught one. So, it, but he was just a dick about everything. Not a gator. You didn't. You caught one fish, not one. Yeah, gator. no, not one gator. Okay. We didn't even get too close to the gators, but we yep. were catching just one fish, and it was like, I mean, it was close to five pounds, but it was all spawned out and skinny, and it was mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. to see, like that probably would have eight been an eight pound fish, if it wasn't spawned out because the head on it was massive, but the body was all skinny. Oh, but yeah. I think we just caught the one fish that was desperate to eat something because all the other ones were like, I'm not getting close to whatever's making all that goddamn noise. <laughs> right. And this one was all skinny and spawned out and just like 
ready to fatten up again. Yes, I need so to So it was just eat. like, whatever. Yeah, so. Uh, Fuck. I had no idea. I mean, I don't know why. You've definitely told, you've had to have told me that story, but I just couldn't remember all of it because that's actually one of the things I want to do or I've wanted to do and I want to do is go further south where the bass just basically don't stop growing and fish with you in those bigger places because, oh God, that would be. Yeah. And after that, man, holy shit. Dude, after that experience, I was just like, if I can get down there and rent a boat. Like, I know that there's good guides, and I know that there's people that will probably help us get on the water faster. And, I mean, maybe I'll do my research a little bit better and make sure it's somebody that people aren't like, hey, don't go fishing with this dickbag. But <laughs> that, that guy just ruined it for me. I'm like, I would so much rather just go out on the water myself because I know how to catch fish. Yeah. And even though I haven't fished down here, like... I'm happy mm-hmm. to try. Like that's part of the fun is trying to figure it out. Yeah, you've Once... always seemed to be the kind of person who is interested in learning and the pursuit of the fish just as much as you are the actual action of fishing. That's yeah. what I've always picked up. Yeah. I think that's the same yeah. for a lot of fishermen. Like it's sweet yeah. catching fish constantly, but it's so much more gratifying once you figure them out. You know, that's where and just like start implementing those in real life. Yeah. Like the tactics, I mean. Well, I mean, like every day is different. Like even on the the lake where my parents have the cabin, like mm-hmm. I can go out and catch fish most days, but every once in a while something's a little bit different and they don't want what's been working the majority of the time and you gotta try to change it up and figure it out. I think that's another reason why I've been getting more into the walleye lately because I'm, because I'm like, this is doable. Like I can figure out Mm -hmm. these fish. I can catch these fish. Right. Yeah. Where when I was younger, that's, I was, yeah, I, the, that lake's not known for being a great walleye lake either. So I was just like, you know, well, they're out here, but I'm going to have to take all day and I don't want to do that for one fish. Right, yeah, for one fish, that because that's all you'd get, or that's what you were afraid of, all you'd get. Right, yeah, and yeah. I mean, and it might not be that big, you know. That's basically what you're trying to do for muskie, but you catch one fish with that. Talk about an adrenaline rush, man. You put a oh, big muskie in yeah. the boat, and just, like, every muskie I've caught, I'm just shaking after I get it. I'm like, <laughs> Hell yeah, I bet you are. Yeah, for sure. That's, you know, actually that is probably for, I think that that's probably something I should try to do, just to try to go musky hunting with you. I think that's, I think that'd be a good, good goal for me in the future. That's, that's what I want to talk about is like, what, cause I already said I wanted to like, now that we're doing this and now that I plan on fishing more because of this and stuff like that. One thing, there's two things that I want to do. One, if I always wanted to do with you, is just go bass fishing down south where they're just huge hogs. Uh, but the other one I want to do is sturgeon hunting. I've always wanted a sturgeon hunt. I just Me goes too. right back to what you were saying about the big fish and the idea that this like monster. And I know there's ways you can do it safely because I know sometimes those big fish like that, you catch them and then they're too exhausted and they end up dying. 
but I follow this one dude on Instagram and I can't pronounce it. So I'm not even going to try, but I'll, I'll figure it out one day. Uh, but he's up in BC, up in Canada. And yeah, dude, they're always doing fishing and to see these things jump out of the water and they're fishing with like ocean, what looks like to me, ocean fishing, you know? Yeah. It's, it's insane. Yes. They're, they're massive fish. And for the most part, when you catch fish, if they get exhausted, like they're for the most part, they're not going to die if they're just tired. Like they'll, okay. they'll, they'll power through. It's, it's mm-hmm. releasing it properly. There's a swim bladder and all this other stuff where you got to make sure that they're ready to go on their own. Like mm-hmm. after a fight, if they're exhausted and you don't release them back properly, mm-hmm. like a big muskie, when you let it go and he's not ready to go back in the water, He'll mm-hmm. turn upside down and just float there, and he won't oh. recover if you don't oh. help him recover. Yeah, so that's where it comes in. Like you gotta, you gotta help those fish recover. You have to properly know how to release a bigger fish. Is what it comes down to. Then is right. Right. Yeah, I mean, all as it is is just kind of holding it in the water, and and. You just move it back and forth a little bit and let the water pass over the gill plates and they'll eventually get yeah get their wits back to them and they'll they'll swim off on their own but you just got to make sure that they can they can stay level and take off and then they'll be fine for the most part as long as you didn't like hook them real bad or something there you know mm-hmm but yeah, for the you just most have to part, help them breathe yeah. basically but like breathe yeah. easy again without being exhausted but still get that fresh water over their gills so that they're breathing clean and getting ready to just go again. I I'm guessing. Yeah. I mean, I think the the biggest part is making sure that they get the water back into that swim bladder and stuff, because that's Mm. what, that's what makes them suspend and everything. And after a fight, they exhaust that they kind of like force the water out. So then you're just dealing with air in there and that's what makes them want to float upside down. At the surface. Okay. Well, what is the swim, swim bladder exactly? I mean, I know like sharks have livers that help them do weird stuff in the water. Yeah, but swim, like, what is a swim bladder? A swim bladder is in inside the fish. They literally just suck in water and it it, it makes them more buoyant or it less buoyant. It changes their like, buoyancy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like if they suck in water, cool. then they're kind of like the same. Mm-hmm. You, you know on par with the the water as far as buoyancy that's why like when you see those fish like i will have to try to get a, a fish on the aqua view or something that's underneath the water but they're mm-hmm. they're just like sitting there like their fins are slightly moving to adjust but they're not mm-hmm. going any place they're just sitting there perfectly still in the yeah. water like if you or anybody listening has ever tried to go under the water we have lungs that aren't filled with water so inherently we want to float to the surface but if you expel all your air like you'll sink because you don't have that air yeah yeah so it's kind of it's kind of that same idea for the fish but they're taking in water and then they Mm -hmm. they just sit there they store it in that bladder in the swim bladder yeah and when they're fighting they'll they'll like push it all out right i don't know if they mean to or if that's just something that they do but right when they use their muscles it just like does it just get pushed out or like you 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 don't know that part but it's just it happens i mean i don't know everything about 
how it works, but I know that that's what happens, <laughs> and, right. and you gotta you gotta make sure that they're ready to go on their own before you let them go. And yeah. the big muskies and I think sturgeon are a lot the same, where you gotta make sure that they're good. Like a a bass, for the most part, I catch a bass and I can just drop him back in the water as soon as I'm done catching them, and he'll he'll be fine. Nice. The same. Nice. Yeah. Well, sunfish. Right, yeah. Crappie. I mean, what do you? So, what do you have for like future? fishing goals part partially you know like i said partially motivated by the fact that we're doing this now we're creating sort yes. of fishing content on the internet. yeah mm -hmm. well i have you know uh besides the the podcast here uh real af tv is called real af tv because we will be putting out youtube videos and stuff so so that's a huge goal i mean we've been talking about that amongst ourselves a lot so we're going to be putting out a mm -hmm. bunch of different contents as far as videos go and then um i want to do another short podcast on tuesday's uh, working title kind of probably tackle box tuesday or something like that where i just go into some of the gear i use uh and and just kind of a, a short little podcast, like here's kind of the tip of the day or whatever. But mm -hmm. as far as fishing goes, um, I'd love to tournament fish down the road. Yeah. Um, but I <laughs> getting getting back on the water right now is the is the number one um, goal. Future just goal. with yeah. just with everything being so crazy, I mean, for people listening in the future and stuff, uh, if you're not familiar with it, there is the uh, COVID nineteen coronavirus going on right now, so a lot of people are on quarantine, and and we mm -hmm. can still go fishing, but they don't want you to be with other people and in smaller groups and all this good stuff, and. Uh, mm -hmm. My parents have a cabin on Lake Chaminade, and Lake Chaminade has been all over the news because there's no natural outlets for that lake, and the water has been steadily rising year mm -hmm. after year. There are currently 38 cabins, I believe, in the water. Theirs is not one of them. It's it's on a, a little bit of a steeper part, um, so they're safe, but the water is right up to the deck um which isn't where it's supposed to be there's they had a front yard before and uh, there's a fire pit and a sand area and rocks like riprap and stuff down there and uh so because of the water being so high we can't turn the water on so there's no there's no bathroom that would be accessible um it's a We're shack not, right now. Like you have a cabin. Yeah. There's a cabin up there. Right. I mean, it's there's, a full cabin. You can yeah, live in there all weekend long, no problem. Cook food, refrigerator, cold beer, all that good yeah, shit. Yeah, I don't Call know comfy, how safe but the it's a power shack right now. Yeah, I don't know how safe the power would be right now. I think everything would be okay, but I don't know mm -hmm. where that wiring never really paid attention to if all that wiring mm -hmm. is underground. I think it'd still be okay, right. but I don't know. I'm right. not trying to fuck with it. And there's no docker. <laughs> there's no docker right. or anything, so 
Like, well, you can't dock right now, right? Because like you can't you can't get the dock in because you can't get to the part of the lake where the dock's supposed to be. Is that wrong? Right. I mean, you could put in a dock, but it'd be like just in the yard, and there's no point. I mean, there's only like a <laughs> foot of water on the on the grass, so where the water mm-hmm. actually gets deep, we'd have to have like an extra hundred feet of dock section to be able to get it out that far. And right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's but like even putting your boat in, like the boat landing right. where everything is set up is super flooded, so you can't even get to where that is to back your boat in. So yeah. I don't even know if anybody can use that lake right now. I'm sure there's ways of getting your boat in someplace, but mm-hmm. so I mean, I've been going off on this a lot, but the the short of it is. There's a virus going around where people don't aren't supposed to get together, so I shouldn't really be trying to go out in other people's boats right now. I can't get up right. to the cabin where I have access to my parents' boat, but the parents' boat won't be in, and we can't really use that lake. My mm-hmm. boat uh, is an older 87 Raging Cajun bass boat, and Ooh. the motor... Uh, uh, the the compression is all off so that motor shot so my boat is not working and mm-hmm. it's basically time to fish from shore so the current goals mm-hmm. are like just finding a way and spaces to get out there fishing where i'm not gonna have law enforcement being like you're not supposed to be by people or you know whatever I don't, yeah I don't yeah yeah bad. for sure like those yeah no and even even in flooded water, sometimes, you know, there's that whole, there's restrictions of how you can fish and stuff like that. Like, you don't know, maybe boats aren't even allowed on the lake right now. I, I don't know if you know, but it just happens with flooded water, you know? For, with right. Yeah. And, and this, of water that are yeah. Overfull right now. Yeah. And this one is like, nobody's ever seen this before. This isn't something that happens. This is never, mm-hmm. this has never happened. There's people that have their, year-round houses that are flooded and they're like really in a hard spot because they can't go to their house but they're supposed to stay home so yeah it's just a it's a real shitty situation for them yeah but no kidding yeah no i mean future goals uh in short beyond um beside the immediate future yeah beside (laughs) the immediate future I love uh-huh. catching new fish and catching species of fish that I haven't caught before. Oh, mm-hmm. I when we were talking about Florida before, I have been fishing right. in Florida when I was younger too. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, we went fishing with a with a different guy. Uh, my whole family did. We went down there one time, and I caught. Uh, we were catching sea trout, and I caught a channel catfish mm. that was a beautiful, like baby blue color. Nice. They look so yeah. good when they're down in the ocean. Oh yeah, and then Are channel uh, cats called blue cats also, or is that a different? I don't know. I think I there's no more think, about catfish because I love them. But. Yeah, I think there's quite a few different species of channel catfish. I'm not sure, but that one I've mm-hmm. never seen a blue one like that before. Wow. Yeah, and then we caught those trout, and I caught something that was called an oyster cracker. It was just this little tiny guy with this giant mouth and. My mom caught a sheep's head that isn't the rough fish that we have up here. It's a fish down there that people can eat. It's like black and white striped. 
and it has molars like people. It's creepy looking. It has like a smile when you catch it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And then my sister caught a stingray, just a little tiny stingray, oh, and a, nice. a puffer fish. And, um, really? Yeah, I think my dad caught a little grouper. So we caught quite a few different things down there, but that's I would love to go back and do that. And uh, I've always wanted to catch peacock bass. And there's peacock bass around oh. here, or mm-hmm. or to go to different there's, countries. Wait, in Minnesota, there's peacock. There's not. No, bass no, here in no. I meant, yeah, I meant yeah, America. Yeah. Oh, there are but, some in North America. Yeah, I think, I think so. I think. Okay. There's, I think there's certain spots. I don't think they're native here, but I think there's certain spots that are stocked down south, oh, like in okay. Florida and stuff. I w- yep. don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that's a thing I heard of. Someplace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope no, it is. Not, I mean, yeah. I also know, hope but, people aren't like dicks in com in the yeah. comments. Like, oh, what do yeah. you know about peacock bass in North America? It's like, fuck you. <laughs> just, I just don't like. I'm not gonna put up with that sort of shit as we start releasing this. It's just like, come on. Yeah. Like, yeah. Who cares? You I don't care. Preface, you you finish that sentence by saying like, I, I it sounds like something I've heard. So, it's, yeah. As a future goal, then you'll do the research when that time comes. It's yeah. Like, and even if I'm wrong, I don't give a shit. Suck a dick. if you want to get grumpy about it whatever i don't care yeah exactly i'm not out there saying this is all facts but uh, i love i just love catching fish so i mean going to different places i love different scenery i like seeing how different lakes are laid out i'd love to go up north and catch stuff in canada i'd like to go down south and catch the bigger fish down there um I'd love to go to different countries, all that different stuff that you see on that Nat Geo thing where the guy's catching those river monsters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd love to make some videos of that and show people what it's really like to catch one of those river monsters and not have Whoa, 25. Are you saying that guy's dramatic? Yeah, I'm saying that he's got 25 minutes of like, oh, this, whoa, oh, so close. And then they finally put one in. (laughs) I'm also saying that it's the corniest thing I've ever seen to have a TV show where you show here's two minutes before we go to commercials. And then when you come back from commercials, here's that same two minutes in case you forgot what we just fucking did. Dude, it, they're way too long. It. Anyways, let's not turn this into hating on River Monsters because I definitely I'm, still watch that show. <laughs> it's not a bad show. I just hate how they edit it. I'm not saying anything yeah. about the guy who makes it. I just hate how they show the same two minutes before and after the commercials, and I can't stand it. Yeah, it no, drives I'm with me you. nuts. I don't necessarily care for the editing. I think that that guy could have really much better success on YouTube. I like that where dude. he could make a ten-minute video, or he could make a forty-five-minute video, just depending on how the actual fish fishing experience goes. Yeah, and I get, I get them trying to make it look exciting and stuff. It's just, mm-hmm. it's because it I mean, draws in more than fishermen that way. With right? the, yeah, like, I mean the drama of it. Yeah, with the commercials, uh, I think they're hour-long shows. With the commercials, you're cutting it down to probably 45 minutes, and with their back and forth stuff showing you the same thing, mm-hmm. I don't know. You maybe got like 25 minutes of content that they're stretching out to an hour, and you're just like, "Oh, get on with it." That's my gripe. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. I totally understand. All right. Well, I for now, let's just wrap up first part and get into our random take. Uh, but before we do that, 
I got to take a bathroom break. Holy shit. I got to take a piss, dude. Yeah. And then we'll get back to part two, our random take, uh, Topic is fishing game history. I just want to say that again. So, so get ready. We don't have to take an hour on that one. We won't take an hour on that one. But do we take an hour on the right. first one? Yeah, I'm looking right now. We're at one. We're bad at about an hour already. Christ. I know. <laughs> That's okay. I expected the first one to go long, but anyways, <laughs> we'll come back. We'll come back uh, and do the part two or the random take fishing games. <laughs> giving you some whole music what is it bug type right now and we're back to the real af tv podcast where we get down with some fishing and random takes from the land of Ten Thousand lakes mm-hmm. i didn't nail that one like the first one but fuck it you know you still get the gist of it it's back we from are break. back well. yeah we're back from break part two we're gonna talk about fish and video games because we already prefaced the beginning with how you know we get down with video games too we mm-hmm. we fucks with some video games mm-hmm. i gotta start it out like this so black bass Ooh. come on mm-hmm. first fishing game ever right i think i don't know it's the first one i ever played first one i ever played i don't fucking know if it was the first fishing game of all time probably not there's probably some weird shit on like coleco vision that had that was fishing or Atari or something like that. But Oh, yeah, it's probably one of those weird ones where it's just like you got to read the book to figure it out. <laughs> like yeah, the that's ba- right. Those used to come yeah. with a book so that way the, you could play. The bass is the dot and you're the, you're the yellow dot is the fisherman. It's the same game as every other one, but the backstory makes you think that you're fishing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh that was the best but yeah we'll 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 burn through this one pretty quick but black bass was the my first fishing game ever dude i loved that game and that was when i was still actually fishing yeah i remember just seeing those shadows it's like every game that i've ever played since black bass it still is black bass it's just like with new graphics essentially like that's the way i feel about it almost yeah i can't remember there's one fishing game was I mean, I had Black Bass, and I played that, but there was another one that was real interesting where, like, we were catching regular fish, and it was very arcade-stylish, and it was real exciting. Like, back, Black Bass was On good. On Nintendo? No, this was later. Like, this was later. Me and my sister used to play this one, and this one must have been around the same time as when I actually started fishing. So it wasn't as far back, and that one was super fun because they had, like, mythical, not mythical fish, like fish that people know are, like, have been in existence, but I don't think they're around anymore. Okay. But, I mean, there was, like, a, some of them were definitely made up because there was, like, an American or, like, a Patriot perch or whatever, and it had, like, Uh it had, like, an American flag on it so i mean they were like clearly made up things but there was like a feral perch i remember like you start off slow and then we get to the point where we're catching like thousand pound fish and that one i remember the first time we ever landed like because you couldn't tell how big the fish was when you were fighting it and it was one of those 
big uh, catfish. I think it was the coelacanth, which is a real catfish. Okay. Or yep. like a real form of I... a fish that's like that. I think it's like an it, like mm-hmm. an Asian looking catfish. It looks like a a giant betta fish, like just massive. Oh, okay. But I remember the first time, like you're we're landing it and like kept breaking the line and finally got it in, and then seeing like when it weighed and like you could just barely see the head on the screen because it was so massive and the weight is like two thousand pounds and you're just like, oh my god! Like me and my <laughs> sister were just like, look at that monster! I can't believe we just oh landed this massive fish. <laughs> I can't believe we just landed a 2,000 pound fish. Can you oh. believe it? And then you go tell your parents and they're just like, wow. That's... They're like, cool, a video game. Yeah. You guys. Yeah, get it. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> but then the other one that I was really into, and even my wife likes it, uh, is real fishing. If you've That's ever actually played... what I first Googled when you first said the, the, when you started talking about it and I was like, wait, was that real fishing? No, real but, fishing, no. real fishing was not arcadey. Real fishing was very realistic. Like it had like animated waves, but it was like a real picture that was animated, you know, like the, the water was oh, moving, yeah. but it was like a real picture that they that they manipulated yeah yeah and that's then, what real fishing was i yeah was and you and you have to PS1? uh i think they had one on the ps1 2 and 3 because i think real i think oh, they shit. yeah i think they had real fishing 3 was as far as it went i might be wrong about that it might have just been one or two but i know that there was three of them because i had all three of them Oh, okay. But those ones, those ones were really cool because it was all realistic fish. You weren't catching mm-hmm. giant monsters, but you could go different places, and you had to wait until certain times of the year, even like yes. in the game, like you couldn't go here during this part of the year because you're like that doesn't make any sense. Yes. And which? Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah, it was very cool, and I learned how to manipulate the time and calendar on the computer on the playstation so we could go do these fishings at a certain oh, time of year oh shit that's right okay so that was on ps2 then that you did that because that was the first time the ps2 excuse me uh or the video game system had an internal clock and i mm. remember there being all kinds of things like during christmas you will unlock this in the yeah. game so then you just go turn the internal clock to yeah. christmas and the next thing you know you're snowboarding a santa right right so right that, right yeah and that happened in real fishing on ps2 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Holy shit, that's really badass. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, it was Damn, it was you still pretty... have that around? Mm, I don't know if I have two. Cool. I have one of them. I have one of them. I might. I might have all three of them. I have to look. Hmm. But yeah. Yeah, I still have them. See, I wonder if stuff like that was in those like black bass and super black bass and stuff like that. I wonder if they had what kind of because I remember one time we, me and you were playing super black bass at the cabin, and it seemed like you were using real fishing techniques even in an older game like that. I, wonder I if... always try to use, yeah, I always try to fish like they're really supposed to be fished because mm-hmm. that's just how it seems like I should be doing it, right? You know, so you don't know if it's yeah, we don't know if it's programmed like that, but that's how you play the game, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it that's was definitely. I did too. 
it was definitely working at the cabin. I was I was putting fish in the boat. Yeah, but that shit was but, cool. Yeah, that real fishing was really cool. I liked that one because that was the first time I ever played a game where it was beyond. Um, you know, here's a crankbait. Here's your other like it was like. We're gonna go fishing for smelt. And here's your rig of like <laughs> six hooks where you're going to catch multiple little fish at the same time. Holy shit. Yeah. And you're just like, I, what is this? And they're, and they're like, oh, that's a, you know, I forget how the sizing was, but it was like good fish. You're excited about it. And you're, you're looking at like a half a pound smelt and you're like, yeah, that's good for the size. That's what I was going for. Yes. <laughs> so it, it really felt like, I mean, that's why they call it real fishing. Right. And I never yeah, even thought shit. about it. I never even thought about it before we started up this whole thing we got going on here with the R E E L real fishing. Mm-hmm. Like that's how they spelt it. So maybe it's subconsciously in my brain that like oh, they're right. real yeah. fishing, we're real AF. We're real AF. With yep. two E's, guys. So two E's. R E E L. Yep. But that was that was a really that was a really cool, really cool game. I really enjoyed that because there were so many different kinds too. There oh, was fishing, so, like types of fishing. It sounds types like. of fishing, Not just yeah. Fish, but types of fishing, right? Even. Different areas. You were going to, you know, this place to catch these fish, and and this mm-hmm. area to catch these fish. Like so many different kinds of fish on that, and and so accurate with the ways you would go catch them and. And the gear, you'd have different, you know, you're going here, you have a mm-hmm. spinning rod with this. And, and you're going here, you have a bait caster and, and just cool Damn, stuff like that's... that. So with with that game having the real backgrounds, it makes me wonder, because on, on Black Bass, for sure, Super Black Bass, because uh, when I played more recently, you could drive around the lake. Like you'd just drive to a spot and then you'd say like, this is where I want to fish. And then it mm-hmm. cut to the fishing screen. So with real fishing uh you said it was like a real image and then they you know animate over yeah. it essentially yep. so were there spots that you had to go specifically or were you yeah. still cruising around the lake or the water or whatever yeah no you didn't cruise around the lake it was i if i remember correctly there might have been like multiple spots you could choose from mm-hmm. but it was like fixed you know mm-hmm. you're fishing yeah. here yeah, but still fun. Yeah, dude, that part that part was more like the game was just like, nope, in January, this is the spot. You don't need to move anyplace else. We got you. Uh, Fish right here. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you're just like, totally, I, I'm going with it because I don't know what I'm doing. I've never fished a rig with seven hooks on it before for smell. <laughs> right. Like, let's go for it. <laughs> but it seemed realistic enough where you could actually even kind of learn from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's for sure. Cool. I yeah. had no idea. I didn't even on my notes. I didn't even have a PS2 game on there. Like I had fifty, over fifty games for a PS2. Never had a fishing one. I didn't. I had nothing down. I have like SNES, PlayStation, PC. Even I play a little bit during the transition between PlayStation and PlayStation Two. We had this one called Trophy Bass Two for PC. Dude, fucking a. That was actually where I fell in love with catfish. Dude. the idea of catfishing because yeah. it was a black it was a bass fishing game but 
there were these big fucking catfish. So just like black bass, there was just these huge shadows and you could tell which fish they were by the shape of the shadow. And I remember us trying to catch like hundred pounder catfish. It would take forever. Is trophy bass? Yeah. Is trophy bass the one that I'm thinking of? That sounds familiar. No, because you could re- you could drive around the boat on that one, mm. and that was just PC. I know it was just PC for sure. Okay, yeah, that one might. But not you could been. drive around the boat too. I mean, if I, if I had to say, I would say like Trophy Bass was a direct like next gen representation of Black Bass. Trophy Bass might have been that cool one. Well, I don't know. I remember there was one, and I don't know if this was real. I can't remember. There was one fishing <laughs> game where I remember there was like this uh, kind of a tail that was like, uh, you know, so-and-so used to come up mm-hmm. to this cabin and they'd walk back and then uh, they could never remember how to get to this little pond. But, but they, but they, uh, one day it was super foggy and they ended up walking out there and stumbling upon this fog. And you'd keep going to your, you keep choosing to go to your fishing spot. And then one of the really foggy what? days, you just ended up going to the secret spot. Mm-hmm. And then there was like, there was like it, a story. Yeah. Built into and, the and it was game. just, yeah. And it was just like, you were talking about, like, you could see the dark, uh, shadows yep. and you get back to this place and you're like, Oh my God, that shadow's huge. <laughs> and you're like, I've made it to the secret spot. I'm about to land a longer. <laughs> that's fucking awesome i love the idea of just having a having a fishing like having a story in a fishing game that sounds fucking sweet yeah it was it was Especially a really the cool secret idea. spot right the secret spot that's always yeah. the thing yeah and you would just choose to go to the fishing spot every time and then this like one random time they're just like you've done what uncle joe did you got lost in the, <laughs> the secret spot <laughs> That's really cool. That's actually a really fun concept of like getting lost in the fog and that you can't find the secret spot, but until you get lost and stumble upon it. Right. Like yep. that. Yeah. I it's like not that. like you can just choose to go to it. You have to keep mm-hmm. going to the one spot until you get lost. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. And uh, the, so I know you had a Wii and you guys played a mm-hmm. lot of Wii. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to go before I get into that, the PlayStation they had a game called Bass Landing that came with the it had a fishing reel controller. Yes, like, it had a fishing reel controller. I sent you a photo. I bought one recently at uh, let's see, High Score Games. Yes, that thing looks so sweet. It's the PlayStation controller. So you have you have the the uh, what is the word the uh, the analog stick? Is that no, and the the different uh, the signature. That's the word I was looking for. The signature uh, mm-hmm. colored, you know, square, circle, triangle, X mm-hmm. on there. And you're just like, that is mm-hmm. a PlayStation controller, but it is also oh, a yeah. fishing reel. And it looks so dope. Like, I just yeah. want that. Like, I don't even need to play a game. I just want that. I just want to put it on a wall. <laughs> yeah, it's just its own decoration, right? I thought about yeah. putting it in my video game geek case, actually. I thought about putting it in there because it's yeah. fucking cool. But it's just not totally the aesthetic that I'm going for, but it right. is like I bought it because I want to do like to talk more about real AF TV is like, I want to do video game crossovers. And I think fishing games would be great. Cause one, there's not a lot of it. 
on Twitch and it'd be fun to do it live, I think. But anyways, that's a different thing is I bought it because, dude, I, you know that PS2 and PS1 were very compatible with each other. I wonder if it would work if you still have real fishing. I wonder if that controller would work with real fishing also. Like if it's built in to work, I don't, I don't know. Probably shot. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what that can all do. I would guess it all depends on what that controller's programmed to do. Like if, you know, the reel just holds down the X button or whatever, and that's all mm-hmm. you were supposed to do. Like, I don't see yeah, why it wouldn't. It, yeah. It's actually, so there's the two, the dual analog stick, right? This came out in when dual analog stick was required. So mm-hmm. the, you know, a lot of PS one games didn't require the dual stick. Yeah. Um, and this game actually had different controller settings. So depending on what you had plugged in, but anyways, I'm getting off topic. The point being is the reel on the controller mm-hmm. is actually one of the analog sticks. Mm. So if you plugged in a straight up dual shock two or dual shock in that case, mm-hmm. um, it was like the right stick moving the right stick in a circle is how you would reel. Mm. I won. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know it that that was never that how has that built in. Yeah, I, I know that was never how I landed any of those fish. But yeah, I guess I have to just go in the settings and see if there's a controller config for that. Yeah, because that controller's dope, dude. I remember we had one originally, so I bought this one because the original one actually ended up breaking from fishing so much. It just ended up reeling and getting hyped, and it broke because it has motion sensor in it too. So mm. it actually simulates the pulling back through a motion sensor which is the first i can think about a motion sensor that i ever owned yeah that's that's crazy yeah it's fucking cool i really liked that again that we were fishing electronically because we weren't fishing regularly right 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 right. by fishing games (laughs) uh but the reason why i brought that up is because that controller was fucking sweet and of course we was just a shovelware machine and you remember they'd sell like the tennis racket and the tiny little baseball bat. They mm-hmm. had a ton of fishing ones too. We actually had one. It worked okay. Did you ever, cause you had, you guys got into Wii pretty big. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have any, any shit like that? Did you, uh, you had some of the accessories, but they did you had, ever have a fishing one. They had, yeah, they had one where it was, you know how they had the, the regular, uh, like rectangle controller and then you had the the nunchuck that was just the one analog stick on it with like one trigger yeah yeah so so we had a reel that was the the rectangle one went into like the rod part and then the nunchuck would go into like that would be your handle for the reel Mm -hmm. because that's how you would fish like if you didn't have that rod you would literally just hold that nunchuck, like you would just hold the rod and then you'd swing the nunchuck in a circle. But we had a little mm-hmm. little white casing that made it, like put it together as a fishing reel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think I had, a, I think there was like a Kevin Van Dam bass fishing game. Oh shit, really? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't great. I'm not knocking it, but I don't know if it's... yeah. 
That's why I preface this whole yeah. thing with I think Wii that was one... full of shovelware. Shovelware just meaning yeah. shit software. Like, I think that oh, one... there's a billion of these things in the world. Let's just make a junky game that uses these cool new motion controllers. Right. Like, living in the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, I mean, I think that one was more like it was a, a tournament fishing setup. So you're trying to tournament fish. And yeah, I that's just... all that one on the trophy best too that we played on PC was like that. And then you could go free fish. So we just fished for yeah. the, the catfish, but it was a trophy bass, like it meant bass tournament fishing game. That's what it was. Right. Yeah. Jesus, and... man. I got to I'm gonna grab the laptop and take a step over to the right here. Sorry to oh. interrupt okay. this this podcast, <laughs> no. but I got to get over to my house is old and it has baseboard heaters and I am recording in what is ironically enough Sam's old room. Sam lived with us for a little while. Oh, well, he was going to school, right. and yeah. I'm recording in the back room here, and it was cold before, so I turned the heat on, and these thermostats are wildly inaccurate, and I, dude, it's got to be like 90 degrees in here. I'm just sweating doing <laughs> nothing. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> oh, shit. That's so funny. Uh, did you know that PS3 had a, like, Rapala had put out a PS3 controller, too? Yes. Back, they even had one. I yeah, Rapala had a really cool, it was too much money to get the whole thing, but Rapala had a really cool, if I'm remembering it correctly, the whole box and everything that it came in was like mm-hmm. a little tackle box. It was sweet. Damn. That's cool. I remember it, the black and the red, the contrast, and it was really fucking cool. And it was a completely new controller, just like the one I was talking about that I did buy for the PS1. But this one was, of course, wireless because, hey, fucking A. PS3 right. finally had wireless controllers built into the system. And yeah, I remember it looking cool as shit. But I swear to God, I saw one on clearance at Fleet Farm or some, you know, like basically some farm store back when the PS3 was going out and of course I, I didn't buy it. I was like, yeah, whatever. That's just a thing. Now I'm kind of like, fuck, I wish I had it, but that controller actually looked really dope, but I don't know anybody who played that game. Yeah. I, I think I was gonna, like, I think I really wanted to get it, but because it came with a controller and I think that's the only way you could fish it back then. I'm not mm-hmm. sure, but I think like right when it came out, they're like, it's $90. And I'm like, shit, I like yeah. fishing games, but I'm not ready to drop $90 on a fishing game. Well, yeah, actually, that's what I was kind of getting at when I said the last time I saw one was on clearance at like a farm store, but it was still way too much. Like I was just like, I'm not, no, I'm not spending that much money on that. Cause yeah, it, was, it came with a controller. It was priced realistically, but it just, yeah. It, it, right yeah when the game I'm, goes right. up that high it just puts it out in a certain like echelon of game yeah it was like, like i'm not that, gonna do that yeah i mean not to get off I'm, I'm not trying to get off on a tangent about it but it was like that garbage ass uh tony hawk game that you had to buy it with <laughs> that tony skateboard when you had to buy it with that skateboard controller wasn't that tony hawk yeah. Yeah, it was Tony Hawk Ride. That's what it was called. Oh, is that? I thought, you, I thought you said Tony Hawk died. And I'm like, yeah, kind of oh, killed no. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that did kill the Tony Hawk franchise. Yes, yeah, they're did. just like, oh, here's this stupid ass controller. And they're just like, yeah, you really can't do real tricks on it. That'll break the controller. And then you're like, well, what do you, <laughs> what do you just stand on it? 
and then you use it like a controller and everybody's like this is the dumbest thing ever plus i got to spend like 120 dollars yeah it was a, yeah it's just horrible <laughs> yeah so that's the whole thing i love fishing i love fishing video games i'm not going to i'm not going to spend that much to go fishing on my yeah you know playstation like i'd rather mm-hmm. just get out there and go fishing for real and do it for yeah not to... I, if i'm gonna if i'm gonna spend time fishing on a playstation i'm totally down with that but i'm not gonna spend a lot of money on it because real fishing costs money so right mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah i two hobbies right and if mm-hmm. i'm gonna drop money on a video game i'd rather it, it's something that i'm really gonna lose myself in i love right the stories of a good game and at that time too it was like we don't even know if this game's going to be any good you know the, not all fishing games are created equally just like not all video games are created equally there's some really bad fishing video games out there there's been oh yeah there's been plenty of oh my jesus there was a <laughs> second generation RX-7 that was all what? like drift card out that just drove past the window. White front, oh. yellow in the middle, and then red in the back. And it just Holy looked dope. Shit. Yeah. And he was just downshifting. And it just... Oh, it just... Yeah. I saw... Ordered some Chinese food. Went through the drive through for some Chinese takeout because we were sick of making food. For yep. the quarantine, because yep. you could still go through drive-thrus, and I saw, yes, you can. I saw a really dope red third-generation RX-7 Ooh. last night, and a uh, uh, GTR like the new Skyline. Oh shit! While I was waiting no there, yeah. So that was Damn. a that was a good night. No kidding. Fuck. So, anyways, anyways, got a little bit sidetracked by that car driving yeah, past no, the window yeah, here. I opened happens. the window because I'm so goddamn hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, well, that's gonna happen. I hope side rants happen. I am, I'm down with side tangents on oh, podcasts. Yeah. I think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and also, look, a little insight that we're into fast, kick-ass looking Japanese cars. There you go. Now you know. Yeah, I'm into pretty much anything Japanese. Like, I like Word. video games. I like uh, fast cars. I like most of the stuff coming out of Japan as far as fishing goes. Uh, Daiwa, oh, Shimano. Like, I'm pretty oh. sure those are both Japanese companies. I don't know for mm-hmm. sure, but mm-hmm. they sound Japanese. So call me racist if you want <laughs> to, but I'm pretty sure those are both Japanese companies. Yeah. Um,. No, no, for sure. I'm. That was just kind of joking, as far as like guessing about it. But I'm pretty sure that Daiwa is Japanese, for mm-hmm. sure. Shimano mm-hmm. might not be, but God, does that sound Japanese or what? Shimano. Yeah. Well, and you. Yeah. Again, I know you were joking about the name thing. Like you do yeah. your research on this shit, so you're like, yeah. So I'm pretty, pretty sure. Yeah, and Last I. Time I looked that up five years ago. Yeah, and that's quality stuff. I I love Daiwa. They're I really like they're very innovative over there. 
that's a whole nother topic oh, to get into some nice. other time. But oh, yeah, their, their T wing like one down, huh? Yeah, their their T wing system in the in the uh, the their uh, bait casting reels are super cool. I, I really enjoy the innovation over there. Um, but yeah, Japanese girls. Oh, yeah. Back to back to <laughs> Japanese things. They're nice. No. If my <laughs> wife is listening, I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say just kidding, but I'm not. So whatever. I'm not trying to go get with them, but they're cute. So deal with it. Well, I shouldn't <laughs> say all of them. That's racist to say they're all cute. They're not all cute. That's being racist if I lump them all in and say they're all the same. They're they're yeah. not all cute. Some of them are ugly. <laughs> well, I I don't know I don't know about you, but that, I mean that's good. I I got one more note about video games, but shit, we've been doing this for an hour and forty minutes already, and I was saying most of that away from the mic. Not very fucking professional of me. What an idiot. Anyways. <laughs> I think we can. Ra- I think we can wrap this shit up. Uh, I think we can wrap it up oh, too because I, I got to go wrap that. Uh, hmm? Literally, I literally got to go wrap it up because it's time to put the ribs in the tin foil. Oh yeah, shit! So we'll wrap it up. I know one thing we missed is the Real AF podcast, Real AF TV podcast. We're going to try to do twice a month right now, right? Just get out the podcast and then hopefully put it up on YouTube as a podcast too, like just sort of what we talked about at the beginning. We're trying to do it twice a month. Yeah. Yeah. Probably we don't, we haven't picked exact dates, but I'm guessing we'll probably try to release it like every Thursday or Monday. Like, so it'd be like the first Monday and the first Thursday. Yeah. Anyways, we'll try to get it out one of those days. Just, it'll be like the first Monday of the month and the third Monday of the month. Sure. Yeah, depending on which day we choose, but twice a month, I think we can make that happen, and then we'll try to do other stuff as we can. Yeah, and um, you'll you'll hear updates on future podcasts once we once we nail down stuff because uh, if we can get it more frequently, you know, get stuff coming out. I'm sure things mm-hmm. will change in the future here, but yeah, tentatively, sure. that's what we're planning on right now. Plus, trying to throw down Tuesday podcasts. Uh, on some yep. gear because I'm going to have a lot more time to just show people how I fish instead of actually getting out fishing this year. So mm-hmm. so we Wait, might as well... For, for what it is, bad or good, you can make something out of it. Yeah, I mean, if you guys have means of fishing and you can get out there, I'll show you how I catch the fish. And uh, one of these... Yeah. One of these days I'd like to... I'd like to fish some tournaments and show people that I'm... I know what I'm doing. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. We should, we should <laughs> actually... We could look into it. Because, you know, when I was snowboarding, there was just all kinds of amateur shit. I wonder... Oh, yeah. It's not... Amateur, it's not like, hard to get... Just... Yeah. It's not hard to get into a tournament. But a real big mm-hmm. thing is that... You, uh, you kind of need to have a boat. That's pretty important. You know? Yep. I know right, that some people have like that. partners yeah. that you can go fishing with or whatever. So, mm-hmm. but okay. yeah. Plus, oh, shit. having a two-year-old is a uh, now like uh, I don't really have another a, thing you're working on figuring out. Yes, with like <laughs> well, right now, I mean, he's so he's so dependent on 
us and it's not like he can just mm-hmm. I mean he can do things on his own but it's not like you can just be like all right guy I'm going to go do this like he just doesn't fully grasp it yet so it's really hard to mm-hmm. be like I'm going to leave for the afternoon right so yeah yeah exactly yep I mean he's a 2 year old human that's I think right. most people get that. Yes. <laughs> two-year-old human. It's just two. there. There you go. I have a two-year-old human I have to watch after. Two-year-old little dude who is uh, getting but... so funny. I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. go off on a tangent, but last night, uh, not last night, yesterday morning, we were eating breakfast, and I made some homemade waffles, and we're eating and stuff, and he finishes what he has. And he turns to my wife and slowly, calmly just says, I need waffles. <laughs> <laughs> and we both start yes. laughing and then he starts laughing with us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap it up there. That's a good note to end on. I like it. I like ending on a laugh. So yeah, yeah. let's see. We're on, we're on, we're on Twitter. And what are we on Twitter? Real AF underscore TV because they don't allow for dots. Yeah, and you can't put dots in some other dick bag. Probably a bot has real AF TV just as it yeah. is. Just sitting on it, which is actually supposed to be not allowed on Twitter. But anyways, we won't fight that fight. We're, we are real AF dot TV on Instagram, though. Right. And then real AF TV straight up just real af tv on facebook yes and the website will be going soon i I, i'm not sure what we're going to do about that so either way we'll be real af.tv when we get that going but if you go there now it's just not going to do anything is it really actually have plans we haven't even talked about is it real af.tv or real aftv.com what you want to go to either one baby we're there or or real af.com Oh, you want that one too? Sure. It'll take you to us. Boom. Doesn't matter, really. Just remember, it's two E's. That's how you're going to find us. R-E-E. R-E-E-L-A-F-T-V. What does the A-F stand for? Whatever you want it to, buddy. Why don't you tell us in the comments? Tell us. How about you guys tell us what the A-F stands for? Are we American fishermen? Are we we amateur fishermen? Are we Alfred Funches? I don't know who that guy is. Could be. I don't know either. I was just trying to roll with it. (laughs) Right. I'm just saying things too. Just making up names. Yeah, I've had a couple of drinks as we've been going on here, so I might be rambling a little bit. Probably. Who knows? I should have went and got more. I think I I should have, but my nerves went away once we started talking. It was weird that I got nerves when we hit record. Yeah, you were like, I got a little bit of nerves going, but I had a couple. Shots and I'm like I got no nerves, but there's alcohol in front of me. So here <laughs> so, we go. Uh, fuck it. Here we go. We've been doing this for an hour and forty five minutes. Let's do this. I'm not driving anywhere. <laughs> I'm making ribs. Fuck yeah. Let's get you back to those ribs. So thank you everybody. I am Josh. Yes. That is Tim Wagner over there. What do you got to say for closing? You got anything you want to say? Uh, just get out there, man. Go fishing. Have fun. Don't let anybody tell you. What you're doing is wrong because there's no right way to do it. That's right. This is the first episode of the Real AF podcast, the show where we talk about fishing and random takes. 
from the land of 10,000 lakes. I ran out of fucking breath doing that one. Did you hear that? And I had to take a deep breath in the middle of that. Jeez. It happens. I muted the mic a couple of times to just really just take a big deep breath in and exhale and just like, I don't want that on the mic, so. Good. Thank you, because I don't want to have to edit the house. <laughs> <laughs>